What's up, guys, and welcome back to part two of our, we'll just call it the Derek episode. We talked about Derek Henry in the first part, and now we're talking about another Derek, Derek Carr. So I'm not sure if you all heard, but Derek Carr is officially a New Orleans Saint. He signed a four-year, $150 million deal to go down into New Orleans. But before we dive into Derek Carr and being a New Orleans Saint, if you are watching this on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe and like this video if you enjoy this stuff. We really enjoy doing it. So how we gauge what's good and what people like is when you like and subscribe. So please let us know. And we are the iTest Fantasy Football Podcast at the iTest Pod on YouTube. And feel free to follow us on all your other social medias. They are in the links and up here, down there, wherever. Down there. Down there. That's where... That's where they are. Click them. We put stuff up on all of our social media all the time. Feel free to follow along. So, John, going into the Derek Carr, my first question, it's kind of a simple one, but is this where you expected him to go? You know, I wasn't really, like, following along much with, like, the Derek Carr. I just – I'm not a big fan. Like, he doesn't wow me, you know. I, I like the flashy – free agents like the Lamars and the Aaron Rodgers and the Saquon Barkley's and all that stuff. I, I did. I kind of thought that there was a chance he could go to like Seattle, but I don't know. Then they did the Gino thing. They, they paid Gino. I, I did not think he was going to go to the saints to answer your question. I didn't know where he was going to go and I didn't really care. Yeah. No, I, I kind of hear you, and I kind of felt the same way. I thought, if anything, he'd go to the Jets. Like, that just seemed yes. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jets was a big one. Yeah, like, that just seemed kind of like the Jets thing to do is to bring in a non-flashy kind of, you know, stable. I'll say, I'll call Derek Carr stable at, at the least. He can make some big throws in big games. But the Saints... I think they're looking at this as, you know, they have a pretty solid defense. I will give them that. The Saints defense when healthy is pretty solid. So they're looking at somebody who is just an upgrade from Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, whatever that three-headed Walmart monster they were throwing out last year. So I think that's I think it's a decent landing spot. He did get four years, $150 million from the Saints, which now looking back is a bit surprising because you know what other quarterback? Got signed today, John. Daniel Jones for the same Dan- cost. Daniel Jones for ten million more dollars. Yeah, that's age related, I would say. Yeah, four years for one hundred sixty million dollars. So then, John, my next question for you: If you were a GM in the NFL, would you rather have the Derek Carr contract or the Daniel Jones contract? Oh. Dude, if I was a GM and I was signing a quarterback to four years and I had to pick between those two players, I would I would go with Daniel Jones. Think really? The age gap is pretty large. I want to say Derek Carr is seven years older than Daniel Jones. He's Maybe. 31. So Daniel Jones is probably like 25. Yeah, I think he's 25. So there's a pretty big age gap. And yeah, they're not going to pay... Derek Carr for four years. I believe in that fourth year, they owe Derek Carr $50 million. So uh, they're most likely going to move on after three. So they pretty much get three years of Derek Carr, or they can go with Daniel Jones, who's young, runs the ball, 
and had a pretty good year last year with a with a not-so-good offense, now gets Chris Olave to throw the ball to, and maybe Alvin Kamara, I think I would go with Daniel Jones. Okay. Would, would you go with Derek Carr? I think I would go with Derek Carr just because – I want to know, and maybe this is just a little Homer bias in me, but like I watched Lamar Jackson in his first year in like a Greg Roman offense, you know, like a fresh new offense, whatever, just light the world on fire in 2019, unanimous MVP, obviously did all the great stuff. But then after that year, when people got a little bit more film, a little bit more of this on him, it kind of muddied the waters a bit. So I'm not sure if Brian Dayball is more the reason that Daniel Jones, I think that Brian Dayball just, lifted Daniel Jones to be overachieving where I hope that Brian Dable, I I think is still a very good coach. He's still a genius, but I just don't know how much more you can squeeze out of that Daniel Jones lemon. And I just, I don't know. So I think Derek Carr has, you know, more years in the league, obviously, but he's shown on a more consistent basis that he can be, you know, pro pro bowl kind of borderline quarterback. Yeah. I just don't know how much more juice is in the Derek Carr lemon either. Like there's much more juice in the Daniel Jones. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But now into some juicy stuff, into some fantasy stuff. Yes. Juicy. Yeah. Yeah. No pun intended. That's actually good though. We did that lemon juice into this. (laughs) So obviously Derek Carr being on the saints is certain. I think we can both agree. Certainly an upgrade over Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, whoever they were thrown out there last year. What does this mean for Chris Olave, for Mike Thomas, if he decides to stay, and, of course, Alvin Kamara? For the receivers, you know what? Yeah, I would prob- I would say for the receivers, definitely a skyrocket. What was kind of confusing me was what does it do for Kamara? You know, I'm taking some time off thinking about Kamara because I don't want to waste my time. I don't think he's going to be playing much next year. So he's not super high on my fantasy charts, but we'll pretend like he is here. What does it do? So for Olave and Michael Thomas, immediate skyrocket. They have a steady quarterback throwing them the ball. They don't have to have two different play calls for if Taysom Hill's the quarterback or if Jameis Winston or Andrew Dalton, any of those, it's Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the quarterback. So Taysom Hill is now non-existent. He's no longer a flyer when you have a bunch of injured players in week 14 and you need to try and make the playoffs. You cannot use Taysom Hill anymore. So for the receivers, I'm not worried about. Certainly shoots up for Chris Olave. For Kamara, that's a tricky one. I always say that when a running back, and I don't know how much I say this on this podcast, but it's a thought that I've had for a while. For a running back that has a bad quarterback, I really like that running back. Like, if it's a good running back with a bad quarterback, you are now higher on my draft board than if you're a good running back with a good quarterback because they're probably going to pass more. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think Kamara's value does take a hit here. And, of course, he's another year older, and we already had our send-off for Alvin Kamara. We did. We did. So I think we've moved on from, like, Kamara being a even a second-round running back. I think that this solidifies Kamara being like, you know, a third round running back in a redraft league, possibly like a late round second, but I, I would not be drafting him in the late round second. There's plenty of other people's people I would rather take than Alvin Kamara there. So I would say that Kamara's value does take a hit. 
now that Carr's the quarterback. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with you. I think that Chris Olave is takes a super boost here. I think Derek Carr in his career, just even last year alone, has shown that he loves number one receivers. He has his guys. I mean, he was peppering Devontae. Devontae had an all-time fantasy year. I'm not sure where it was in regards to his entire career with Aaron Rodgers, but Devontae was a superstar last year. And so I think Derek Carr is looking at Chris Olave and going, oh, yes. And I'm in a weak division, so he's going to face the Carolina Panthers, who are rebuilding twice, the Atlanta Falcons, who are just kind of a dumpster fire, too. Yeah. And then Tampa Bay with no Tom Brady and kind of no identity at this point. So those are six games a year where I think that Chris Olave, he gets really, really nice matchups. And so I love the Chris Olave thing. I think Derek Carr might actually keep Mike Thomas in New Orleans now. I'm not sure if Mike Thomas is looking to looking to go anywhere else. But yeah, Kamara, I'm I'm with you. There will be people who will draft him late second, early third, and I will not be one of those people. I probably wouldn't touch Kamara unless I'm desperate for an RB2 or maybe yeah, he's, an, he's an RB2 for sure. Like he is not my first running back that I'm taking. What do you think Derek Carr coming to the Saints? Like what does that do to Devonte Adams's stocks? Like we've now seen he can play with a Hall of Fame quarterback and an average quarterback. We don't know what the Raiders situation looks like. It could possibly be Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe. Let's speak hypothetically here. If Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback for the Raiders, what does that do to Devontae Adams' value? I think it it has to take a hit, right? Like, I mean, that's that's the logical that's the logical answer. I guess. I mean, Jimmy G and Derek Carr are somewhat in the same tier. Yes. And no, I th- see, I think Derek Carr is, is a much better arm talent where I think Derek Carr can sling the ball much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo's had Kyle Shanahan and Bill Belichick as his two coaches. So he's just been in the best situations you could ask for where Derek Carr has kind of had to tread water his entire career and try to like band-aid a sinking ship. Which so I think if the Saints can give Derek Carr some type of stability – I think that we can see a better version of Derek Carr, where with Jimmy Garoppolo, if he does go to the Raiders, I don't think you see an improved version of Jimmy G. I think you're hoping that you get the Jimmy G that you saw in San Francisco. Like, I feel horrible for Devontae Adams, man. I mean, you left Aaron Rodgers to go play with your buddy, and then the Raiders organization is just horrible. And now Derek Carr's out, and you're still there. And I think we said it before, but if the season started today (laughs) – the Raiders starting quarterback is Jared Stidham. Yeah, I mean, hey, the window's still open for Aaron Rodgers to to go to Las Vegas. You know, that, that, that is still an option. That would be crazy. And I think it's also crazy that the Raiders came out and said that they're not interested in Lamar Jackson this year. I know. I know. I, there's something going on with that. We will certainly find out more news as the days go on. We are getting close to finding out where these free agents are landing. I cannot yeah. wait. I know. I just want to know what the NFL knows that we don't. Like, what are these What are these GMs, what do these owners know that we don't? Where Carolina, Washington, Atlanta, and the Raiders all came out and said that they're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. Like, is this just a game? Is this something that 
I think it's a game. I think there are, there there's some type of chess game going on where I mean, once you say you're not interested, you can't really like mislead the media like that. So like I I buy it. Like those teams are off the table for Lamar and we can certainly talk about more landing spots for Lamar because just last week we had a couple ideas and all of those are off the table. So we kind of have to do a part two. You guys can totally look forward to that on YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. And we're going to get some really juicy things moving forward. Derek Carr, I think was a good first domino for free agency. I think he was a good first one, but I think the best is yet to come with this free agency group. And so like we talked about Derek Henry earlier, could he be on the move? And then, you got Lamar Jackson. I think it's inevitable that he. I don't know. I think it's inevitable he goes somewhere else. But we can. We're gonna. We're gonna talk about that in more detail later. Yeah, we'll have a whole free agents episode probably next week or maybe two weeks from now when it's really starting to heat up. We got quarterbacks, running backs. Those are really the most popular ones that we'll be talking about for sure. Well, that's all I got for Derek Carr. I think we just squeezed all the lemon juice out of Derek Carr. Yep, we did. Awesome. Well, guys, if you enjoyed this, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube at the iTest Pod, the iTest of Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. Wherever you get your podcast, please leave a rating and follow us along there. We post. We try to post things weekly. We're pretty good at it, but we're putting stuff on social media every day. So be sure to check that out. And as always, guys, we appreciate you listening and following along. Any closing thoughts, John? Uh. Bye, Gus. Bye, Gus.